This is Red FM's News Extra, Cork's brand new daily news podcast. The former Tonishta insists that Sabina Higgins should say she made a mistake over the letter she wrote on Ukraine. President Michael D. Higgins' wife issued a statement yesterday saying she's dismayed that people would find anything unacceptable in a plea for peace and negotiations. Senator Michael McDowell believes she should never have written the letter in the first place. The simple fact is that when she goes into Aris and Uchtron and uh, adopts the supportive role of a, of, a, of a president's spouse, she undertakes some limits on what she can say, and one of them is not to embarrass the Irish government. 600 high-tech jobs are to be created in Cork as part of a multi-million euro expansion of a medical company. Stryker prints materials for use in treating bone-related conditions at its manufacturing facility in Carrick Tool. The company already employs over 4,000 people in Cork, Limerick and Belfast. Martin Shanahan, the CEO of IDA Ireland, says today is a major milestone for Stryker and the country. Satisha and I will meet with the CEO of Stryker later this morning and attend the official opening at the campus. So it's set a really good day for Cork, the southwest and indeed Ireland. This is, I think, again underlines the importance of the medtech sector in Ireland. This is a sector that uh, employs over 40,000 people. Very substantial exports from Ireland that really underlines Ireland's competitiveness in this area. A 34-year-old man has died in hospital after being attacked at Mountjoy Prison. It's believed up to three inmates were involved in the assault on Robert O'Connor from Darndale in North Dublin last Friday evening. Gardaí say a post-mortem examination, which is due to take place today, will determine the course of their investigation. Crime editor with the Irish Sun, Stephen Breen, says he was viciously assaulted in a cell. Robert O'Connor had been held in the prison. There he was serving a six and a half year sentence for a weapons offence. He'd only been convicted of that offence on July 27, so just two days into his sentence. You know, he was the subject of this attack. The prison authorities believe three individuals were involved in this. Industrial action looms for public sector workers if pay disputes aren't resolved by the end of the month. Health, local authorities, education and semi-state sector workers are set to begin balloting for industrial action on August 29th if new pay talks with the government fail. Previous talks broke down between union negotiators and the government in June. SIP2 announced the ballot ahead of the Workplace Relations Commission's invite to fresh talks. SIP2 Deputy Secretary John King says a compromise is needed. When we launched the review of the agreement, inflation was at 5.6%. When we went into the WRC on the 16th of June, it was about 7.5%. As I'm talking to you today, inflation is north of 9%. The government side are in danger of letting this get away from them. We want an acceptable compromise. And the sooner we can get into the WRC and have those talks, the better we believe it'll be for everybody. The first grain carrying cargo ship to leave a Ukrainian port since the invasion has anchored at an inspection area off the coast of Istanbul. Officials will now check if the grain on board meets the agreement signed last month by Moscow and Kiev to unblock global food supplies. There is only left Odessa on Monday and its final destination is Lebanon. Finally, Irish language film on Colin Kuhn has been put forward for next year's Oscars. It was selected to be Ireland's entry in the Best International Feature Film category at the 2023 Awards. The film, which was directed by Colin Barade, became the first movie Oscuelga to win the Best Film Award at the IFTAS. And that's the latest news this hour. Catch up on Cork with our new daily news podcast, Red FM News Extra. Starting with Camogie and the countdown is on to Sunday's All-Ireland Finals. Cork seniors go up against Kilkenny in the decider while the Intermediates face Galway in Croke Park. Speaking to Red FM Sports, senior star Libby Coppinger says playing in Croke Park is always special. You kind of try and treat it as any other field, but it's not. And 
you know, the atmosphere and the big stadium and stuff is definitely a bit daunting. Um, but like you said, it's great to have that experience for the girls and, you know, we'll never turn down an opportunity playing Grove Park. I think even the players that have been there as much, like, as often as they can will always be delighted to be going back and getting more experience in, in an incredible venue. So, yeah, hopefully it'll um, be a ben- of benefit to us anyway. You can hear that interview in full on a special edition of the Women in Sport podcast, which will be available on redfm.ie at noon. In ladies football, Cork and Gall are going head-to-head in the All-Ireland Minor A Championship final this evening. That's in McDonough Park in Nina, where throwing is at 7 o'clock. Cork hurling boss Pat Ryan has confirmed his backroom team. Donald Mahoney of Bishopstown, Wayne Sherlock of Black Rock, Yolds Brendan Coleman and Ahadas Fergal Condon have all been confirmed at last night's county board meeting. The four had been Ryan selectors during his two seasons in charge of the Cork under-20 site. Donald O'Rourke of Waterford will take up a coaching role while the process to appoint Donald Mahoney's replacement as Cork under-20 boss will now begin. And Anthony Cunningham stepped down as the manager of the Roscommon Senior Footballers. He was appointed in November of 2018 and led Roscommon to a Connacht Championship title in 2019 along with winning two Alliance Football League Division 2 titles. Finally, Premier League footballers will no longer take a knee before every match this season. The anti-racism gesture has been made by players since the death of George Floyd in May of 2020. Premier League captains took the decision after talking to players. The gesture will still be in use around certain matches including the opening and closing round of fixtures and the cup finals. And that's the sport on Cork's Red FM. Catch up on Cork with our new daily news podcast, Red FM News Extra.